We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. It is not the will of God that we be sick. It was not God's will that Israel be sick. And the Israelites were God's servants. Today, we're God's children. Hallelujah. See, that's better. It could not be God's will for His children to be sick. It was not His will even for His servants to be sick. Sickness and disease are not of love. And God is love. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin continues his teaching on redeemed from poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagin for today's message. And so you see people put out all of this junk that folks have heard for years, and that's a reason it's hard for them to believe the truth when the truth's given to them. No disease has robbed that young man. I'm thinking of young man right now. I saw it come on him in the midst of, oh, what was he, 24, 25 years old? Filled him with anxiety and fear. Robbed him of his faith. Sickness and disease rob people of happiness. Sickness and disease rob people of health. Sickness and disease rob people of money that they need for other things. Sickness is not a blessing, it's a curse. The Bible said it's a curse of the broken law. Sickness, is it the will of God? No, thank God it isn't. Sickness and disease are not the will of God for his people. See, back here in the Old Testament, even God said to Israel, who were his people of the Old Covenant, you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments. See, that's his will. Is it his will that they walk in his statutes and keep his commandments? And he said, I'll take sickness away from the midst of you. Must have been his will that they not be sick. Sickness couldn't be the will of God because he's telling them how not to be sick. Sickness and disease are not the will of God for his people. He doesn't want his people to be under a curse. He wants them to be under the blessing. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, I've had people come to me and say, well, I believe God was Israel's healer all right under the old covenant. And he wanted the children of Israel to have health because it's so clear and plain, you see. But you know, we're not living under that covenant. Well, that's true. We're not. But listen to me real carefully. If the old covenant provided healing, and no one can dispute that, and health, and the old covenant provided the possibility of God's people not even being sick. Because he said, I'll take sickness away from the midst of you, didn't he? And the number of your days you'll fulfill. If the old covenant provided that possibility and the new covenant does not, 
then I wonder if the new covenant is as good as the old. Now, thank God the Bible says the new covenant's better. Look at Hebrews, the eighth chapter and the sixth verse. Hebrews chapter eight, verse six. But now hath he, talking about Jesus, obtained a more excellent ministry. He's talking about Jesus obtaining a more excellent ministry than the priest, the high priest of the old covenant, because he is the high priest of the new covenant. He's obtained a more excellent ministry by how much also he is the mediator of a worse covenant which was established on worse promises. Huh? Huh? Better covenant established on better promises. Well then, if the new covenant doesn't provide healing, it's not as good, much less being better. But let me remind you, our text is from the New Testament. Our text is from the new covenant. Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And we've proven beyond all shadow of a doubt that sickness is a curse of the law. But Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us so the curse wouldn't come on us. It is not the will of God that we be sick. It was not God's will that Israel be sick. And the Israelites were God's servants. Today, we're God's children. Hallelujah. See, that's better. It could not be God's will for his children to be sick. It was not his will even for his servants to be sick. Sickness and disease are not of love. And God is love. You remember what uh, Jesus said in his teaching one day? He said, if ye then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more? How much more? Did you ever shout about how much more? <laughs> Glory to God. You ought to just have a spell about how much more. <laughs> how much more will your Father, which is in heaven, give good things unto them that ask him? He's saying this, if ye then being evil, natural, human, carnal, know how to give good gifts unto your children. How many of you parents it is your will. You want your children to go through life sick and afflicted. Any of you? No. Go through life with your nose to the grindstone, poverty stricken. No. Many parents, even unsaved people, will work their finger to the bone to help their children gain a better education than they got so it'll be better for them in life. Well, he said, if ye then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how many of you want your children to have tuberculosis? How many of you want your children to have cancer? 
Well, God doesn't either. He said, how much more does your father? I mean, then if sickness is God's will for his children, then he's out of step with all the creation that he created. But thank God he's the great father of all. The father of fathers. The God of mercies. Can you say amen? Amen. Now notice, Jesus was teaching one day in the synagogue on the Sabbath. You can turn to Luke, the 13th chapter now. And there came in a woman who was bowed together and could no wise lift up herself. I don't know what was the matter with her, some kind of uh, paralysis or something. Anyway, her body was bowed together, bowed over. She couldn't lift up, stand up straight. Now look at Luke 12, uh, or Luke 13, 12th verse, 13th chapter of the verse. Jesus called the woman to him and said, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. Now when the ruler of the synagogue became angry because Jesus healed the woman, he said because he healed him on the Sabbath, notice the 16th verse. Jesus said, Art not this woman being a daughter of Abraham? Remember our text said the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Ye which are of faith, you are of the seed of Abraham. The daughter of Abraham, whom Satan is bound, lo, these 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath. Now remember this, the Bible is progressive revelation. You don't get the full revelation of many things in the Old Testament. Go, don't go back to the Old Testament to try to prove some of these things because you can't. You come into the full light of truth in the New Testament and see things more clearly in the New Testament. Are you listening? Now notice what Jesus said. Jesus said that it was Satan that bound that woman. Jesus calls it a bond, this physical infirmity. God doesn't want his children to be under bondage in any way, spirit, soul, or body. Jesus said she ought to be loosed even on the Sabbath from this infirmity, physical infirmity because number one she's a daughter of Abraham amen number two Satan is the one that had bound her for 18 years that's clear enough isn't it now come on over to Acts the 10th chapter and the 38th verse notice now that Jesus said, while well, you're turning to Acts 10 38, Jesus said it was Satan who bound this woman, not God. Now in preaching to Cornelius' household, Peter said in Acts 10 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with them, with him. See, this scripture makes it clear that the people, all of them, 
all the people that Jesus healed were oppressed by the devil. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. I love our offer for this month. You know, uh, Paul told Timothy that in the last days that it would be difficult days. Yes. And I believe that we are living in the last days, yes. in those difficult days. And uh, your dad, there, we have a CD called Victory Over Darkness and all power of the enemy. enemy yes. And I will tell you what, the enemy is just trying to destroy yes. anybody that he can. And then your book, Jesus, Name Above, above all, all Names. Name. You know, we have given the power, we've been given power in the name of, Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. That's right. And we need to uh, practice that and we need to call upon that. Right. And for a gift of $27 or more, you can uh, have these products and we want to just put in something free yeah. as a gift from us. And it's three CDs by you, honey. It's called Why God, Why Me, Why Now? Why now? You know, so many times we question, right. you know, why God, why is this happening to right. me? Or right. uh, why me? Or why are these things happening right now? Yeah. Well, this will give you some answers to that. Right. It sure will. So that's for a gift of $27 or more. Call toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99 Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G rhema.org Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.